Today's podcast is sponsored by Nobody. Nobody would pay to sponsor this podcast right now, but I've got Kevin Liu on to talk some NBA free agency. Enjoy. Hey there, Kev. Hey, Ja. What's up, man? Welcome back to Good to be back. the podcast. <laughs> Took a little hi- hiatus. It's been yeah. good. Uh, had the NBA draft, though, and a lot of free agent trades and AD going to the Lakers, so... Yeah, the NBA is really turning into the year-long sport. It never dies. Never dies down at all. Yeah, congrats to Canada, too. Yeah, how about that? What an unsuspected result from all this. I mean, it's crazy. Crazy stuff. I mean, the finals injuries, too, are are just monumental for the the next couple years of the league. So many unanswered questions, right? Like with all the guys in the clay, KD getting hurt, Kawhi being banged up, you know, it's going to definitely affect what's going to happen over the off season. And when guys can start signing contracts, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Let's start there. Let's, let's talk through, we want to talk through some of the free agents where they're going to end up. Let's start with clay and KD since their injuries really kind of affect where, they might end up. There's some talk of KD potentially signing a deal with the Warriors with the intention that they trade him, which is kind of weird. There's a lot, a lot to unpack there. Clay, it sounds like every everything is going to just pointing to him going to the the Warriors again, but who knows? Um, yeah. A lot of talk of Space Jam, Clay, <laughs> Clay playing. Uh, playing a role in that and LeBron using that to lure people away by paying them through Space Jam, not affecting the cap. Uh, I don't know if you saw that Ringer article, but that was an interesting take on it. I've heard heard that theory. Like Chris Paul, a couple other guys too. AD. AD's got a part (laughs) in it. Yeah, it's a little weird. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. You know, LeBron hasn't been able to attract any top free agents you know, in when they can decide themselves to go to the Lakers, but or to the Cavs, but AD was obviously traded there. So, congrats to LeBron. He finally got you know his his second banana, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Clay, I think he's definitely re-signing with the Warriors. He's everyone loves Clay there. He's he's built that franchise up from the ground up with Steph, obviously, and uh, I think KD is the one that's more uncertain. You know, like you said, he's he's sold some of his businesses or moved some of his businesses to New York City, which a lot of people are, are reading into that he's going to the Knicks. Um, I wouldn't rule out the Nets, though, of course, because Kate, yeah, you know, Kyrie's, Kyrie's could probably going to go there. Yeah, they really came on strong all of a sudden. Came out of left yeah. field. Yeah, because if, if D'Angelo Russell's a restricted free agent, so if he decides to go somewhere else and they don't match, that would be a sign that maybe KD – could possibly be going to the the Nets, which would be insane, right? Because they have a lot of good uh, role players around them: Joe Harris, uh, Jared Allen. They they drafted a couple good guys, which I liked um, uh, yesterday. So that's really interesting. I I would be down for him to go to the Nets, but at the same time, it's like it seems like he's more of a Knicks kind of guy. What do you think? Well, here's the weird thing about it: if he goes to the Nets. You know, if he goes to the Knicks, he's he could be the savior for a generation of fans that have gone through like 40, 50 years now of, 
of just terrible teams and not getting and not having any playoff success other than a few years with Patrick Ewing where they lost in the end. And, uh, you know, t- taking that team to the mountaintop, you know, he could be become a legend there, which was, I thought, the whole reason he wanted to go to the Knicks was he's not getting the, the support from Warriors fans that wants to get that. So I don't know if going to the Nets really – does the same thing if you and even if he ends up winning i guess you know he'll get more credit for it than he has with the warriors uh, but he's not gonna it's not like there's gonna be this huge pull of of fans from the nets you know five years of existence or however long they've been around mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so i don't <laughs> yeah. know if that's where you really want to be but as a basketball situation it's a much better fit for him he's got a much better chance of actually winning a championship there whereas the Knicks, what do you have other than, you know, RJ? Yeah, just a lot of cap space and then projected talent coming, but yeah. But does but but KD, RJ, and even if they get, say, Kyrie, which RJ and Kyrie, it's a little bit of a weird fit. Uh, do the three of them going there make them the best team in the league? I don't know. Not really. Probably not. Especially because he's going to be out the whole year, probably. Yeah. Achilles, so... You know, he could – whatever team that's going to – I think he wants the long-term deal, you know, because he's at that age where he can get the max money and it'll be a four-year deal and he can just rest one year and get, you know, paid for resting and rehabbing. But, like, which teams are going to be able – going to be a – want to do that? I would say the Nets are in there. The Knicks are in there. You know, they, they, they'll do anything to get the top talent. They can't get any talent to come there, which is weird, right, because they're the mecca of basketball and you – know, They've they just haven't been relevant for the last 10, 20 years. I think the best fit for him for the next year is actually the Warriors. Why not why not take this season off and re-sign with them, take the season off, and then what if the Achilles comes back, you know, in the playoffs next year and he feels good enough where he can come back and potentially win a championship next year? Isn't that his only real shot at at getting another title and yeah, it might not be quite the same as if he plays a whole season, you know, legacy wise, or it would be really cool if he comes back and takes the warriors to, to the championship and he would get some of that credit that he's been, he's been uh, looking for, you know, cause if, mm-hmm. and, and this is a big if, because it would require Steph and Draymond to carry, stay healthy and carry the team while he and Clay are out and then Clay comes back maybe in February or March and pulls them together. But where else is he going to go? He's definitely not getting that same scenario with the Knicks. With the Knicks, you're just saying, okay, I'm taking the whole season off and just chalking it up to nothing. You know, whereas with one of these teams that could make the playoffs, isn't it feasible that he could return? I, I mean, looking at the amount of time that other players have taken off between an Achilles tear, it's the most has been DeMarcus Cousins, who was out for like an entire year. The rest of them took like 250 days off or something. So feasibly, he mm-hmm. could be back 100 days before the finals and come back around and help a team win it all. I mean, wouldn't that be yeah. what you would want if you're him? Yeah, I mean, the Warriors clearly want him back. They will tie up all their cap, you know, with signing Clay mm-hmm. and then KD having sit out. They won't be able to build any you know role players around them as the issue for this next year. And then the following year, because then the following year, Draymond's going to be a free agent. And then you got to pay Draymond, if you know, the max, or he's going to want a lot more than he's going to be getting paid lately. 
So they're going to have to make some decisions. You clearly want to sign KD long term, but it's going to he's going to be out for all next year, and then it's going to kill your cap space to build around Steph and yeah. and Clay and Draymond. And you know Clay's coming off the injury too, so you're going to be paying Clay a huge deal. This and is the long game be though. Out too. This right. is the long game, though, it, for if you're KD, that I would think that would have made more sense to him, especially if he's out next year, which is if Draymond's a free agent the following year and you're out next year, and, and the biggest reason it sounds like things have fallen apart with the Warriors and him is is his relationship with Draymond. And he seems like he has a pretty good relationship with the rest of the guys. Uh, who knows? But and it, And I think he just wants to move to New York is a big part of this. You know, he's just uh, – around our age, you know, just wants to live in New York, get back to the East coast. He's a Baltimore guy, but if you want to win championships, why not play next year for golden state? And then the following year kind of do the, the me or him scenario with Draymond and have golden state, just let him go and pick up some other guys. I mean, Draymond's going to be a a sketchy free agent next year. Anyways, you know, at at his age Mm -hmm. and the money he's going to want. Yeah. I don't know if golden state's going to want to read anyways. If if KD comes back, you know what if there there could be a possibility that in the future you've got KD, Clay, and Steph, and then you know fill in the rest of the roster, but no Draymond. I think that would be great for KD, you know. But he just <laughs> Later, doesn't Draymond. seem like he seems like he's he just has mentally checked out and he's ready to get to New York. That's it. Seems like all indications are pointing towards that. But like going going back to Draymond, like he was pretty exposed in the finals on some of those games like he played really great in the game five or the game five mm-hmm. or say sorry six the last game we had like 17 18 rebounds 13 assists but like he was kind of getting exposed and not looking at the rim and like you said it's gonna be a tough call for the Warriors because he's probably gonna want 30 million plus a year he's gonna be 30 can't really shoot you know his defense defense is always gonna be there and passing and rebounding all, all the intangibles but yeah, it's going to be interesting for the Warriors. Like like you said, it's going to be tough. I would try to sign KD to a one-year or one-and-one, one, but I don't know if he's going to want to do that. You know, I think he's going to want the I would 30, say, 40 million I would a year. Go to him, I would go to him, and I would say, look, we're going to give you – we'll give you the five-year max. Next year, we'll pay you to sit around and rehab. And if you can come back you know, ahead of the playoffs, if you're feeling comfortable enough, play for us next year and then after next year we'll include a no trade clause so that you can pick which team you want to go to but we'll work with you like they've been talking about we'll work with you to find a trade partner and it kind of handicaps the warriors for a trade partner but you know a year from now the knicks are going to be just as desperate to get them as they are now um why not you know play it out and get a few assets back in a year when katie's healthy and you've got some more bargaining power again and that way, Katie's got the security he wants, but the Warriors also have the possibility of having him for another year. Wow! So you're saying sign Katie to a five-year deal max, mm-hmm. and then possibly trade him to the Knicks, and then the second possibly, year. That's what they're talking about with the Warriors is that he could, um, that they could work with Katie to trade him to a destination that he wants to go to later on. I think they kind of feel bad that he got hurt and I was possibly misdiagnosed. Yeah. That and, could be a win-win for everyone, yeah. Because Katie's gonna—they're gonna get assets back. Katie gets to go to the Knicks healthy, get his con, get his get paid. That does make a lot of sense for both yeah. sides. We'll see what ends up really but, happening. Maybe he—he he doesn't have the trust in the Warriors that they'd follow through on it. So it's who knows? 
Yeah, there's a, there would have to be a lot of assurances. Yeah. Under the table, wink, wink, you know, nudge, nudge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, let's move on. We're, we've talked enough about Warriors. Um, yep. Let's move on to Kawhi. Where do you think, apparently he's just the most, the quietest free agent there's ever been. Where's he going? <laughs> is he still going to the Clippers? It's what it seems like, but we have no indications anyway. I like how right after he won the finals, everyone's asking him, so where are you going to go? Where are you yeah. going to go? It's Doris. like such, such Doris was throwing such, it out there at everybody. Yeah, everyone. Rachel Nichols, <laughs> Doris just keeps asking him. It's, yeah. And he's he just has the same, you know, monotone answer every time. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to think let's about just, that right now. We'll, let's, let's just play right now. Later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he's let loose the the parties and spent yeah, the he's good having news. fun. He really is. This yeah. is the most. This is the the most fun Kawhi we've ever seen. Of just, he seems like he's actually enjoying himself for the first time ever. So you would think that this would be. Uh, how can he leave Toronto after winning a finals there? But unlike. Clay Thompson, who it's fun to, to see stay with the same team. You don't, I don't really see Kawhi finishing his career with Toronto, staying there another, you know, year or five years. And we kind of saw the best scenario that Toronto could have. I guarantee if he runs it back next year, Toronto's not winning the finals again and they're not yeah. back in the same place they were this year. They got kind of lucky in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. so, so it's almost more fun for him to go somewhere else. This is kind of like, you know, I think this is the 2K generation where they grew up like us, you know, playing 2K and doing a lot of trades and, and seasons. And and <laughs> it's kind of fun when okay. you have a bunch of players switch teams. Uh, I think that's why you're seeing so many of them kind of not wanting to stick with the same team year after year. And, yeah. and if if I'm playing 2K right now, it's more fun for Kawhi to, to switch teams and to run back somewhere out else. of here with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. I think he'll go to the Clippers. I think that's pretty much, he's been yeah. set on that for a while, even though he's been a little bit hush hush on it. Um, just cause he bought the house in, in, you know, Rancho Santa Fe and he wants to be on the West coast, but he's, does, he's does... fulfilled his, you know, what he was brought there to do. And the, you know, he'll be forever a legendary in Canada toronto so yeah i feel like he's he's fulfilled he's he's done his job there and now he's ready to move to the next stage of his career i don't know that buying the house in rancho santa fe makes me feel like more assured that he's going to la though i mean if you were if you were playing for an la team you wouldn't commute from rancho santa fe unless you're philip rivers and so yeah but he's not gonna go all the way up there i think he just likes to spend summers well the house it's $13.3 million. I think if you're going to spend that much money, you're going to live in it. <laughs> I would think so. but You would hope so. Man's balling out. What can he Unless do? Unless it's just like a pure investment. I Maybe mean, he's just investing. I heard he bought something in Toronto too, though, right? Yeah, but I think it was more of like an apartment or something. It wasn't as like, you know, luxurious <laughs> as the like 20 pools he has and 15 jacuzzis. All well, he's got he's got he like four or five months now to live in Rancho Santa Fe. He might be thinking more, you know, this is a good investment, somewhere to park my money, and I can live in San Diego in the summers, and you know, no matter where I end up, because you know, L.A. is not the best place to live if you want that stuff. So, but yeah. I don't know. I, I I agree. I think he goes to the Clippers, which would make them an interesting team. Still, not really a complete team, but. But they no, have a lot of pieces. But, 
Patrick Beverly is going to be a free agent. They um, have – I'm looking at their uh, roster right now. They have Gallo. He's signed to – he's the most expensive player right now, $22.6 million, which is kind of a lot. And who knows they if got, he can they, stay healthy. They signed Lou Williams. They got Harrell, Gilgis Alexander, Jerome Robinson, Shamit, your boy Shamit. My boy Thornwell Shamit. and Wallace. So they have so much cap space. They could – Sign Kawhi to a max deal, and then another guy to a maybe max or just below the max. So they got a lot of space, and Doc Rivers is a great coach. Jerry West is pulling all the strings, and I but who's like the second I like what they, guy? I like where they're going. There. You know, the second guy that goes there would be the most important thing. I mean, if they can get a D'Angelo Russell to go there with Kawhi, then we're talking. If you can get a really good guard, Lou Williams mm-hmm. is a good scorer, but he's not a facilitator. Yeah, those guys are all solid on that end. But unless you have a, another a really good um, point guard, you know, maybe they pick up Ricky Rubio or mm, – Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> I mean, not a fan of Ricky Rubio. I just don't know. Are they going to be able to afford two max guys for sure? I believe so, yeah. Okay. If that's the case and they can convince these guys, I guess it's going to be – this is the summer of who can you convince to come to you because there's – quite a few teams that have the cap space. It's just, you know, will the, will the Knicks be taking a couple of them? Will the Nets can, you know, the Sixers actually have a pretty good amount of cap space. Can they pull somebody in or do they just re-sign the guys? Will those guys re-sign with them? You know, cause we got Jimmy and Tobias to talk about. Mm-hmm. Neither of which I think... seem totally like they're going to re-sign. Tobias probably will. Yeah, it seems like what from what I'm hearing, Tobias probably will, and Jimmy I think will will go somewhere, which is he could. I mean, what if Jimmy goes to his team like the Rockets or the Clippers? He could really swing. He's the kind of guy that I know we kind of shat on him in the previous podcast, but after watching him in the playoffs, he's just like the best three and D guy you could ask for. You know, to put alongside maybe he's not going to be your number one, you know, championship player on like a Kawhi Leonard. But he's if he's like your second best player and he's just a, the toughest three and D guy you have, like he can really put you over the top. So I think if he goes to the Clippers or the Rockets or um, one of those contending teams like the Bucks or something like that, he could really push them over the top as a as an NBA contender. Bucks would be a good fit for him, actually. That'd be a really good fit. Yeah, because going back to the Bucks, Middleton is a free agent. He's got a player option, but he's going to opt out clearly because he deserved it. He had a good, really good season. He kind of got um, exposed against the Raptors, though, which is a little bit concerning to see. Um, I was expecting a little bit more out of him, but you know, once they went up two zero, it seemed like they were going to handle the Raptors. But then he kind of got shut down, like offensively. He was getting assists and rebounds, but he wasn't really scoring much against the Raptors. So. I'll be interested to see where he goes. A lot of people think he could go to the Lakers. You know, just put a, a shooter alongside LeBron and AD would be a good fit. Uh, but what do you what do you think about Middleton? Where do you I, have what have you been hearing? I, it felt it feels like he's just going back to the Bucks. No, I mean they won the most games in the league this year. He was a perfect second banana to to uh, Antetokounmpo. Why would he leave that right now? unless he just was really unhappy with his role in some way would seem like the bucks would be willing to pay him. And I think that's why there hasn't been much buzz about him as a free agent is because 
he there's there's just no huge upside to him leaving unless he really wants to play somewhere else unless he doesn't like Milwaukee because I think they have the ability to re-sign him since he's um, under their bird rights or whatever. Let's see. He is. Yeah, I'm not sure. It just says he's a player option, but if he opts out, I'm not sure if he's restricted or unrestricted. But yeah, I mean, I I'm probably a Vegas. The odds probably say that he's more most likely going to resign with the Bucks, just because why would you want to leave Giannis at, in entering his prime? But you know, we'll see. We'll see if the money matches and if they can kind of because they just signed Bledsoe to that big deal, and Lopez is going to be, I think, a free agent. And Brogdon's a, of, a restricted free agent, yeah, too. Yeah, Brog, they got to pay Brogdon, too, if they want to keep him. So they got to make some decisions, I think. And Miritich is a free agent. So they they, they got to make some big decisions, and this could really alter their franchise, right? If Middleton is just like a second, second third best player team, but he's not going to be dominant in the playoffs, then is he – the question is, is he going to be worth the money if you pay him 30-plus million a year? Is it going to be worth it as your second-best player? Is that enough to get a championship? I'm not sure. This is just one of those situations where they're kind of stuck. If they let him go, what are they going to do instead? I don't think they have the cap space to to sign other players if he just walks away. And it's always easier to sign your own players under the cap than others. And so I, I think he's they're, – they're just kind of stuck with him, for better or worse. Yeah, you're not going to be able to – if he walks, you're not going to be able to go out and sign Jimmy Butler, I don't think. Um, so you're – you just mm-hmm. got to roll with – roll with what you got pretty much um so we'll see i'm interested in some of these teams that have a lot of cap space and aren't being talked about at all about potential destinations because people are so focused on for some reason you know katie is obviously the when Kawhi are the ones to be focused on but like you know Kyrie is getting a ton of attention for free agency for a guy that i don't know if i really want him that much more than you know Kemba, Jimmy Butler, uh, you know even D'Angelo Russell, a couple of these guys. You know Kyrie's probably better than them, but not you know very, not by a huge yeah. degree. And he's been less durable than the other guys, which is a huge factor. And when you're paying a guy the max contract, um, yeah. I mean, just to interject on Kyrie, yeah. watching him as a Celtics fan, I watched him all year. If you factor in his defense into his overall like value to a team. That's a great point. He's <laughs> it's he's terrible. And then obviously <laughs> the chemistry issues. He shot like five of twenty four, like three games in a row, and he was just like, you know, I gotta keep shooting more. I should have taken thirty two shots. Like he's just a, he's just an idiot. Yeah. I can't believe how like just arrogant he's become. Like because when he came to the Celtics initially, he was all like appreciative and he's like, I'm gonna resign. This is great. You know, I love the franchise and the support system. And then during the playoffs, he just became a huge dick to everyone and just undermining the whole team. So that's obviously a risk. But for these teams that have cast spikes, you have to sign them to the max, like you, the Nets or the Knicks. You think the Nets uh, take Kyrie over D'Angelo just any day of the week? You think, yeah, you know, gets eyeballs to your team? Like, I think D'Angelo's that's the good, bigger thing. That, that is the bigger for thing, hype. right? Yeah. Just to hype up your team, kind of put, put yourself on the map. But I think yeah. he could screw up their chemistry, too. He could do exactly what he did to Boston with the Nets yep. team that's but, really on the rise. 
Yeah, and I mean, I like a lot of their pieces around him, but if he, it's the same thing. He could like undermine like the Rosiers, you know, the Marcus Smarts, all those guys. He was just like being a huge dick to everyone. Even with Horford there, who's just like the ultimate peacemaker, he still was undermining everyone. So, you know, chemistry is huge in basketball. And if you just have a guy like that, that's supposed to be your best player. It just it just trickles down into a lot of dysfunction. So yeah, well, you but, mentioned uh, Horford. I, Let's talk about Horford. Yeah. I want to know. Let's talk about some of yeah, the mid tier free agents because there's a lot of interesting big guys yeah. available. Well, Horford's a, a big one because he's been great the last couple of years for the Celtics. Getting a little older, I think he's like 32 or something like that. Um, and he's he plays great defense, but he's been hurt here and there. He's not really a huge offensive factor. He's that kind of perfect guy for if your team's already established and you just want that next piece to put you over the top. But who, who is that? It's off, and there's somebody's offering him a lot of money apparently to get him away from the Celtics. You know, I thought I because I've previous uh, like press reports saying we're saying that Al Horford would take a team-friendly deal with to stay with the Celtics because he just likes being there and his career earnings is like 130 mil already, so he's set up. But uh, my feeling is that he's just using this, like Danny Ainge really lowballed him on this deal. Maybe he offered him like a three-year 40 mil. And Al's just using this as leverage to get a better deal with the Celtics. I mean, I'm really hoping so. But if it's really that low of an offer, then he might go somewhere else. But he, he's definitely going to join a contender no matter where he goes. He's not, you know, he's he's ring chasing, so to speak, at this point of his career. You know, he's in his – he's – post 30 he knows he's like not the go-to guy but he does everything else for the team great team chemistry and leadership i think any team would be lucky to have him you know any contender the clippers would be a perfect fit for him if he if they get assuming they get Kawhi, and you've got lou williams Kawhi, um Mm -hmm. harrell and al horford Horford. i mean that's a defense that's gonna be fucking hard to score on Yeah. yeah The only thing with the Clippers is they just drafted in the first round a center, like a center who's similar yeah, build and that size. That would be perfect. You, you put him, uh, you know, second string and let him build up, yeah. learn from Al, Al Horford. I just don't know. If I'm one of these teams, do you want to offer Al Horford, you know, 25, 30 million a year for four years? I think he could end up with another bad contract in two years. Yeah. And Could be a Chris those... Paul situation. Exactly. <laughs> I I don't trust paying these guys that are that are older. That that Chris Paul thing seemed bad at the time, and now it just seems atrocious. They can't give him away at this point. Yeah, that's it's, bad. It's that's really bad. Bad situation. I mean, it, it's you know, it's unfortunate, but the Rockets are in trouble. But you know, what I was looking yeah. at that was interesting. Um, that has a lot of cap space, almost sixty mil of cap space. Is the Kings. Or mm-hmm. is, would anybody be willing to go to Sacramento? I mean, they're, they've been talked about even without any of these free agents as the, the up-and-coming team. The Warriors were giving them a ton of praise this year. Get a lot of young talent that eventually will need to get paid. But but if you put Al Horford on that team or, um, you know, D'Angelo Russell, or I, they probably their best fit would be a good wing. So, like, maybe Jimmy Butler goes there. I mean, that's a that would be a nice fit for him, right? And he gets a lot of time to to a lot of you know ball and gets to do his thing. I don't know. Yeah, he would be. I, I just don't see anyone going to the Kings. No disrespect to Sacramento, but 
I don't know that many people that want to openly live in Sacramento. And the, <laughs> you could live in the great. Bay. You could live in the guess, Bay and come over. Yeah, but yeah it would kind of suck. You pull a Kauai uh, buy a house a little bit farther out, and but just like the Kings the organization, I don't feel like Vladi Divac. Like a lot of the players don't really respect what they're doing over there, and they've kind of just had a lot of busts in their draft picks too. I'll take them on I a tour know. of Davis. They can check out. It's a beautiful city, nice downtown, nice college town. <laughs> <laughs> take a little bit Friday. biased there. Yeah, I could see them getting like overpaying for like a Julius Randall like a second tier guy maybe, but I don't think they're going to get one of the top 10 free agents. I just don't see anyone going there. Oh, like willingly, unless the money they throw at them is just absurd. You know, maybe like a Vucevic or Julius Randall. They would, they would sign Vucevic. Like a Brooke Lopez. I could see them. Like one Tobias of those, like might a be a good fit for them. Tobias. Maybe DeAndre Jordan. What if, what if you took Tobias Harris and you, you switch him up? You know, you could play the three or four, kind of switch back and forth. He's probably a more natural four, but um, you could play yeah. him at both. Or, possible. or overpay for Chris Middleton, like you were saying. Because they really, they're hurting at the three and the five the most. So you're really looking at, yeah, like a Vucevic or like, I, I could see them overpaying for Al Horford too, putting him next to um, Marcus Spagley. Um Marvin Bagley. Marvin, Marvin, yeah. Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Um, they got Fox. I mean, they're good at point. Yeah, they just need wings that are, like, talented. Yeah. They don't have they – have, they've been lacking that for a while. Like, Harrison Barnes, eh. Uh, you know. Yeah. Matt, and ben Barnes, is, Barnes is out. He's another free agent now. He's a free agent, so I think he's going to not get as much uh, – many offers as he expects, you know, because he's oh, – he, he opted out of $25 million. Yeah. What is he thinking? That was, that was ballsy. But I think just because KD and some of these other wings are injured this year that he was like, I'm, I'm going to try to get some more money. You know, like if some of these guys are hurt, there could be some extra cash for me to, to at least go for. And he's looking for a three, four year deal. How much does it matter anymore for for some of this free agency? You know, like it's if you're if you're the, the Kings, for instance, they're they're a perfect example here. Does it matter if you pick up? one of these guys you know if you're getting the mid-tier guys are you really gonna you know maybe it puts you a, a step higher but are you really gonna compete for a championship i i mean i think it's just some of these teams just view it as like building blocks you know you have to like just build the foundation and slowly develop talent internally <clears throat> and then you know fingers crossed try to get a free agent eventually you know it's like yeah. not every team can just get max as free agents and do these ridiculous trades like you know anthony davis trades and then just get all this talent all of a sudden like not everyone every team has the appeal of the lakers celtics etc so i think yep. some like some of the teams like the, the nets have really developed players internally and now if they get Kyrie and or kd or, or whoever you know they're in a good spot now but that's taken like you know long time for that to develop so well so if you pick up like a kd a Kawhi, i can see how you can go to the next level. But you're looking at, when you look at the NBA, even this year proved it again, the best players get you to the, to the finals and win it all. You know, you've got to have one of the top like five or six players in the league to even have a chance. So if you don't have, you know, like Steph, Katie, LeBron, Kate, uh, I already said Katie, Kawhi, you know, if you don't have one of those guys or Giannis, if you don't yeah. have one of those guys on your team, you practically don't have a chance. 
you know, unless you get really lucky. I, I think the Pistons are one of the few teams that disprove this, and the Mavericks, the year they won it. But oh yeah, the Pistons, yep. You know, but, well the Mavs had Dirk, and I mean, Dirk was pretty all-timer. good, and and he yeah. had an all-time run. Jason so, Kidd too. I mean, that old Jason Kidd was so good, and but they weren't JJ Barea. They weren't the top. You know, they weren't one of the top five players in the league. They just Dirk played like it for that that finals run, but yeah, he wasn't one of those top top guys. So. You know, I guess you've got to get, you know, just build up until you can sign one of those guys. But now you're going to be looking at where, so that's why it's so important where Katie and Kawhi end up this summer, because wherever they go is going to be you know, huge. But Kemba, a guy like Kemba, where he goes, unless it's to one of these teams that have one of those guys already, like if he goes to the Lakers, then it doesn't really matter that much, I think, where where he ends up. You know, if he re-signs with his team or if he goes to, let's call it like the, if he went to the Nets, for instance, you know, they're, it's mm-hmm. not going to set them. They're not going to all of a sudden be, oh, they're going to the finals now. Or if he went to the Celtics, yeah. or, you know. Kemba's, Kemba's a lot of uncertainties around him. Like, I don't think anyone knows where he's going to go. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he was third team All-NBA this year. He's He's legit. He just doesn't get a lot of you know, attention in, in uh, Charlotte. So, yeah, I'm interested in him. What do you think about – there's some of these other guys, um, you know, mid-tier free agents that I haven't really heard much about. Like, where do you think J.J. Reddick's going? Gosh, he's been – you know, he's been killing it as far as just contracts year after year. He's – the last couple of years, he's been making like $22, 24000000 million a year on one-year deals. So he's been really smart about that and sticking to the Sixers – uh, he's definitely going to leave the Sixers this offseason. That that's, seems like a foregone conclusion. Um, that's going to hurt them pretty bad. Unless shooting. Uh, unless they can't re-sign Jimmy Butler, and then maybe they can re-sign him. But he's been expensive for them. You know, I guess it, it's worked out, but and they don't really have another option. So he might end up going back there. But um, I could see him go to a team like uh, maybe – I don't know if they're ready for him, but like the Hawks or Pacers, um, you know, one of those teams that are, isn't a, a huge destination. Or what if the Lakers strike out with getting a third guy and you put him yeah. on that Lakers team? You know, that That'd would be, be a really nice fit. I think his, he cares more about contending than anything else, right? Yeah, I think he wants to definitely play, get playing time, number one. And yeah. he wants to, you know, have an impact on a team. And then – you know, he's a family man. I think location is important to him. So mm-hmm. I, I hope he signs with Philly again, just as a basketball fan. But I don't know if they can pay him. Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, Especially if they're going to re-sign Tobias or Jimmy. You know, they're going to – they already got a pretty big payroll. So, yeah. Or, I mean, they got a lot of free agent space, but they're going after some of these bigger guys. So I don't know if they'll be able to fit him in if they get one of these big guys is what I'm saying. Yeah. There's two guys I want to talk about in the mid-tier. Um, uh, Bogdanovich. And Julius Randle. Do you like those two guys? Do you think that they could make a difference on a, a good team? I love Bogdanovich. Um, he's super talented and great, amazing shooter. And he had a really good year this year. Uh, but I have no idea. Honestly, I have no idea where he's going to go. I think he's going to be one of those guys who's going to, like, let all the chips fall. And then he's going to be, like, picked up on, like, kind of on the cheap as one of these fringe contenders. Julius Randle says he has a player option. 
Um, but my guess is he would opt out and try to go for big. I think he's already opted out. I think he's, he's, oh, has he? Yeah. Yeah. He's an unrestricted free agent. Both of them are, um, yeah, because he's he's waiting to get paid. He's he's I think he's off his rookie deal now, so he's trying to get paid. And he's he averaged twenty one nine rebound, three assists. I mean, he's got puts up numbers. And since Zion's going to the Pelicans now, I think he's gone. But just again, who's going to sign him? Yeah, I saw what, a list. Who's going to pay him? You know, that's a lot of money. He's he's probably going to ask him for is my guess. I saw a list of of the guys who have put up those stats in the past. And it was loaded with just only the the top top guys. It was like you know Antetokounmpo and and LeBron and like the best players have done are the only ones that have done what he's done, which is kind of crazy. You know, it's hard to tell whether he's just a good stat bad team guy or if he just hasn't found the right situation yet. Because when you watch him, he's really good. He gets a lot of rebounds. You know, makes a lot of the hustle plays. Yeah. He's kind of like Harrell. Um, you know, gets all the, does all the little things right, but he's not a guy that you would want to, to be your, your guy. You know, if he's on the bulls this year, he's going to put up big stats, but they're going to suck. But if he goes to, you know, I don't know, like the, the 76ers or the Mavs or, you know, a team that's already started to, to build, you know, he could be a pretty big impact player. Or what if, what if the Nets pick up, um, they pick up uh, Kyrie, good, yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie and him, Lewis. you know, rather than do the KD route. Cause it sounds like they've soured a little bit on the KD thing since he's not going to yeah. play this year, which kind of makes I mean, sense. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. I, I, mean, I still I go Reynolds. with him. I, I mean, I'm still going with KD no matter what, if I have a chance to get him, if you have a chance to get one of the top three guys in the league, you do it no matter if they miss a season, but yeah, hundred percent the same time i understand yeah, yeah I, I like him I, I i he's been durable he's played like all, over 70 games the last four years and he's been productive he had the, his best season right before his contract year so he's, he's definitely set up to get paid it's just who's gonna you know i don't think he's gonna be one of the first guys that gets signed you know again i think it's gonna he's gonna be one of those guys that wait and see just like vucevic too because i think he's he's pretty damn good yeah um you like know, average twenty one and twelve. Yeah, twenty one, twelve, and four. I think if the Celtics strike out on Horford, I think they might go after Vucevic. He just feels like, like one him. of those guys. So the game has passed by a little bit. You know, like he would have been a top center, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and now he's, you know, just not quite the right fit for the league how it's built. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's super skilled and big, and he can pass. It's just. I don't know. Being on Orlando, it's tough to, it's tough to, you know, really, yeah, tell how good people are. <laughs> Although <laughs> they did make the playoffs and they beat Toronto one game, which was impressive. Uh, but yeah, it's tough to tell on the Magic. Seems like they just always just, that's where people go to die. Yeah, maybe Demarcus Cousins will go there next year. That <laughs> yeah, poor guy. <laughs> that poor guy. I feel so bad for him and all the money he's lost from from these injuries. Like they couldn't have happened at a worse time. Some guys, yeah, you know, it's like the Al Horfords kind of get lucky you know play well but kind of get lucky contract wise you get the right time right place and then you get these guys like boogie that just he's i mean how much money is he gonna end up losing from from these injuries it's like can you imagine losing 150 million dollars because you got hurt at the wrong time oh 
it's rough but hopefully you have insurance you know like insurance on your hopefully. leg or whatever yeah yeah the, one leg of the guys insurance. that hopefully he yeah, went to state farm. farm went to state farm and got some leg insurance yeah <laughs> got one of those ai robot guys to help him out <laughs> but the one guy i'm really excited to see next year who's out all year was is the zinger on the maps you know throw him in with luca he's a restricted yeah he's a restricted free agent but every indication, is, as Cuban said, is he's, he's going to sign him to a long-term deal. And that's going to be exciting. If he's healthy, he's had plenty of time to rehab and all this offseason. He, if he comes out, guns blazing, you know, the Mavs could be pretty good next year. Luka just ascending, getting better every year. He already, you know, he's already one of the top 20 players in the league. He's yeah. Like 20. Yeah, he's, he's up there. And, uh, I mean, you got two unicorns on the same team that play – really good basketball aren't ball dominant guys that need the ball in their hands to be effective at all times and can can set up some really good passing they might have one of the most fun offenses to watch in the league this year they would be a perfect place for a guy like uh bogdanovich to go to get a good yeah. shooter on the outside or i mean maybe just, jj just reddick get, too just keep getting more white guys huh yeah, just more and more white. All the white guys. Guys. <laughs> I think get Bogdanovich, AJ, Anter, but you know, Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Is Brooke Lopez Vucevic. white? Vucevic. No, uh, Brooke Lopez is like half. White enough. Yeah, we get Marcus Him. Yeah, Gasol. Meritich. <laughs> <laughs> no, they have a lot of cap space. No one's really talking about the Mavs, but unfortunately, they have Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm seeing. Yeah, for 18 mil, which looks Oof. terrible. Oof. But once yeah. they sign the zinger, they'll still have more space. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm pretty bullish on the Mavs. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to be, be a good, good team. They they have not been a good free agent destination though. They're one of those teams where they tried so hard to play in it. And the tough thing about free agency is if you're not the Knicks, and I say that loosely because they haven't been great at it, but people want to go there. The if you're not the Lakers or you know Miami one of these top, top free agent places to go to. Nobody wants to sign with you. And that's why I'm like wondering, you know, it's like we were saying about the Kings, you know, who's going to actually go there. You know, I guess Brooklyn's on the map now because it's, you know, New York and stuff. But, and it sounds like Los Angeles, the Clippers are now a destination with Balmer there. But teams like Dallas, teams like Indiana, Atlanta, you know, I wanted to talk about New Orleans too, see if you think anybody would go there. But it's, it's like you've got to really convince guys to, to go there unless they're the mid-tier guys. Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Pel- Pels to get a, another guy. Um, but they they had such good draft, and obviously getting Zion and is is amazing for them. And I just like what they've been doing. What do you think they could add know. that would put them over the top? Because, yeah, I agree. I like what they're doing. But is there one guy that you see that's attainable? that could really think, fit with what they're doing? I don't know about one specific guy, but what they need is definitely shooting. Yeah. You know, like they got Drew Holiday at point. They don't, I don't know if they'll try to trade him potentially, you know, and give the hands over to Lonzo at the point. But if they keep him, they'll have Lonzo, Ingram, Josh Hart, they have Okafor, Etwan Moore. Like they just need more shooting to surround Zion with. Yeah. I think. So my guess is they'll get to go after some of those mid-tier guys that have like three and D, you know, maybe, maybe even like a, um, like a Bogdanovich or, or Reddick. 
the Redick, white, team yeah. white. Team white. I would go hard <laughs> after some of these shooters. You know, because shooting is just such a – is you know, you pay a premium for shooting. Maybe Danny Green. That would be, like, amazing, I think. Yeah. You know, just a 3 and D guy who doesn't need the ball, who can just space the floor for Zion. Or, like, a Terrence Rod. You know, there's a lot of these, these like, decent, like – you know, mid to, to lower tier guys that could just – their one skill is shooting. I think that's where you're going to see the most guys get overpaid this this year. They're they're going to command some huge salaries because everybody – really everybody needs shooting, you know, and you're not hearing as much anymore of, oh, that team needs size or, or you know, athleticism. It's shooting across the board. So you're going to – Defense. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of these guys – you know, JJ Reddick will probably get a lot of money no matter where he goes. Um, Middleton, Tobias, you know, Bogdan, even. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, Brooke Lopez yeah. is going to come in. You know, he got like the minimum last year, like 2.5 million. He's probably going to get a pretty good deal, even though he's 31. I think somebody will pay him like, like 15, 20 million this year after what he did in the playoffs. Um, yeah. He was great. Now, what do you do if you're the Lakers right now? Who do you sign? Shooters. Just go shooters. I think everybody's shooters. Gonna, everybody's going to be trying to sign these seven top shooters, though. I think Patrick Beverly would be an amazing fit for them because they just need defense, like toughness, yeah. and role players around them. Around, you know, like it, obviously it's going to be dependent on AD's health and LeBron's health. But if they can just get those guys that are going to be like lower, cheaper contracts, but that can just defend and rebound and be tough. And, you know, just because the season's so long, you need guys, you just need bodies to fill the roster out that could better, like, you know, solid. Like guys that they traded away, unfortunately, like Josh Hart, like those guys they need to just fill out their roster. So, you know, mid, I think some of the mid tier guys, I don't know if, I don't think they'll get another like mid, mid, max guy. Or you know, twenty, twenty-five, thirty million dollar guy. Yeah, that's. But we'll see. It seems unlikely. It seems like they screwed up their cap situation, um, and and they're going to yeah. have trouble getting a third guy. I, you know, honestly, I don't know. It would be kind of tough to to say bring in a third guy and then have just nothing but minimum guys. Other than that, and Kuzma, you know, that's a, a tough ask for. Yeah, they still have um, Kuzma. That that was that was key. Yeah. But now you've got so you got Anthony Davis, Kuzma, LeBron. You've got no guards at this point. So, yeah, I think yeah. It, it, I think the better route for them to go is to sign a couple of uh, a couple of different guys that are you know maybe five ten million dollars a year. You know, get them on one year contracts and, and pick up a couple more guys like that. You know, I I wouldn't mind for them having Rondo back another year. You know, just in terms of his playoff intensity, he could yeah. be a good guy for cheap. Because um, I'm looking at their their salary cap table right now, and like they have 23 million in space, mm-hmm. and they have <laughs> they have like 70 million going to two guys. Yep. So, and they only have four other guys on the roster, so they're gonna have to find some cheap cheap contracts. So unfortunately, they're not going to have a whole lot of bargaining yeah. space, other than just say, "Hey, sign for cheaper, or we're going to win, try to win the title." Apparently, That's they completely their... screwed things up, and if they just waited until July 30th to execute the trade, they would have another like nine million dollars in cap space. Yeah, and they just completely blew it. They're just a train. It's pretty now. bad. It's they're... pretty bad. But you get Anthony Davis. 
I know everything will be fine in the end. They're just hopefully if he can stay healthy, if he and LeBron stay healthy, I'm a little nervous about the fact that LeBron's going to be getting older, but he's still a beast. He's still LeBron James. So until he yeah. shows otherwise, uh, you know, and Anthony Davis is amazing. So they'll be fun to watch. The league's wide open next year. You know, that's, yep. I think Kawhi's movement is going to be so important is, you know, if he goes to the West, you know, the East is even more wide open. Then you're really looking at the Bucks, and who else is going to contend? You know, Nets maybe. maybe. Toronto, if he resigns, Toronto. Celtics will be solid, but they're kind of falling apart. They'll be solid. I think Celtics will be solid, but they're not going to be contending yeah. in the final finals. 45, 50 win team, but they're not beating the yeah. Bucks. So the I know Bucks for are, sure. Sorry, go ahead. The, the Bucks. It's really important that they resign their guys and just run it back. Their their team. They should have made it to the finals, and I think should have won the finals this year. And they kind of fell apart at the wrong time, and lost maybe due to inexperience, partially due to Kawhi being just like the best defender since Scottie Pippen. And them having a bad matchup of their best guy against Kawhi is Kawhi's like the only guy in the league that could take on LeBron James and and Giannis and come out on top. Almost nobody else yeah. can do that. So I know. He just single handedly destroyed Giannis and the Warriors dynasty. God, Kawhi's He's dead. unbelievable. He's <laughs> unbelievable. And he doesn't he doesn't even look that athletic out there. You know, it looks like sometimes he goes up for a dunk and you're like, is he gonna get there? Yeah. And he was hurt. Like he, he was yeah, hurt he was all playoffs too, and he still averaged like thirty and nine and five assists or something. That's it's wild. It doesn't make any sense, but while playing perfect defense too, he's amazing. He's fun to watch, but it'll be interesting. We'll see. We'll yep. see. Exciting. July first, I think, is when everything everything can be official. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, uh, off season. Can't wait to see where everyone ends up. And. Uh, Hopefully that will carry me over for a few weeks in this, uh, you know, sports lull that we have right now. Yeah, I can't wait for football season. Let's get it going. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the have to do the NFL win totals. Oh yeah, and maybe some maybe some uh, some just futures odds on some of the, you know, Super Bowl odds. What do you what do you see as valuable or as like kind of a value bet? A lot of content coming. For, yeah, so you thirty five listeners. Pay attention for the next couple of weeks. We've got a lot of content coming. Yep. Don't. We're not up to thirty-five yet, but we'll we'll get there. <laughs> All right. We're on our way. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, buddy. All right. Well, it's, it's been fun. Yep. You too. Yep. Talk to you later. Later.